Hey guys, um, you're welcome back to Heavenly Perspective, where we help you to see things through the eyes of God. And in today's teaching, we'll be looking at dead to sin. Now, this is something I battled with for many years, and I kept struggling with the flesh because I didn't know the right way to defeat it. I was always rising and falling, and so. Um, it had always been my utmost desire to just serve God without having to go back to my sinful ways. And one thing I found myself always doing is that whenever altar calls were made, I found myself outside, you know, when they give altar calls for those people that want to rededicate their life to God or those that want to give their life to Christ. And I always found myself going out. But one thing I'm sure of, is that the next day I always collect it back from God because somehow I would go back to those things I was doing before. And so I know this is the same thing for many Christians, maybe you that you're listening to me right now, and you've always wanted to serve God, you've always wanted to experience God's power, but then somehow you still find yourself doing the things of the flesh. So, um, in today's teaching, we'll look at the cause of this thing. Why do I keep rising and falling? And then we'll also talk about the solutions. So, there was some time, uh, some time ago, a friend was teaching a class. I was part of the class and he said something about how to overcome sin. That many of us, when we commit sins, you know, um, we go to God and ask for forgiveness. And he forgives us, you know, we ask him to wash us clean with his blood and he cleanses us. And then the next moment we find ourselves doing that same thing again and we go to him again asking for forgiveness to wash us clean with his blood. He does every time we ask. He cleanses us with his blood. But then he made us to understand that Jesus Christ did not just shed blood for you and I. If it was just the blood that we needed, there was no reason for him to die. And so, when they put him on the cross and they nailed him to the cross, blood came out. When they stabbed him with a spear on the side, blood and water gushed out. If it was just blood that we needed, he would have said, okay, 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 that's enough blood. I don't need to die. But then he went ahead to die for you and I. That's to tell you that death is required to live that life that is that we are supposed to live in God. So we must die to that sin. It is very, very important that we die to sin. Jesus was only telling us that we don't need just the blood. But then, okay, the question would be, how can I be dead to sin? How do I die to sin? Do I have to kill myself? Do I have to be crucified like Jesus did? Do I have to cut out my flesh? I mean, what, what do I do to be dead to sin? And so we'll read this verse in Romans. Romans chapter 8. He said, I beseech you, Romans chapter 12, sorry, from verse 1 to 2. He said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, 
acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now let's talk in the first verse. Paul was referring to brethren, to Christians. He wasn't referring to sinners. He said, I beseech you therefore brethren. So he was talking to fellow believers. It means that the moment you give your life to Christ, your spirit is um, your spirit is what God deals with. So your spirit becomes new. Do we understand? But then your mind and your body is what you have to work on. You have to improve on your mind because the moment you give your life to Christ, the same temptations will keep coming. The same thoughts you were having before you give your life to Christ will keep coming. Your body composition did not change. Your body complexion did not change. So it is your spirit. Your spirit was made new. And that is the signature of being a child of God that is placed upon you. But then your mind and your body have to be re-engineered to be able to walk according to the spirit. So um, how do I present my body as a living sacrifice? Because he said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the message of God, that you present your bodies. Now many people when they read this part, they think what Paul was talking about was for us to uh, be active in church, you know, we do some kind of service in church. I mean, that's a way, that's good, but that's not what he was necessarily saying. In the Old Testament, when you give sacrifices, you put an offering, whatever um, sacrifice, on the altar, you kill it and then you burn it, and then the uh, armor rises up to God and that pleases him. So it's the same way with us, just that we are living. A sacrifice is meant to be dead, but we are alive in Christ. We are dead to sin. We are dead to the world, but alive in Christ. That is why it is a living sacrifice. We are not a dead sacrifice. So would you die first? So every sacrifice has to be killed, no matter what it is. Every Christ has to die. So there has to be that dead part. And then we now live. We are now alive in Christ. Paul said, the, the life that I live is no longer me, but Christ who lives in me. And so this can only be done by what? We would say in James chapter 1. <coughs> if we go to James chapter 1 verse 21 a, it says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of nothingness. The Good News translation says, Submit to God. When you do away with all kinds of bad habits and let all that you do give glory to God. That is what it means to be a living sacrifice that you submit totally to God. And then we went on in the second verse of that Romans chapter 12 that we are reading. He said, I beseech you that you be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How can I renew my mind? How can my mind be transformed? How can I transform and not conform? The only way to renew your mind to 
stop yourself from having bad thoughts is by the word of God. Without the word of God, the thoughts of committing sin will keep coming and then you find yourself falling at every point in time. If you go back to that James chapter 1 verse 21, the latter part says, Receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. Well, your soul was not saved when you gave your life to Christ. Like I said, when you give your life to Christ, your spirit is what is worked on. But your mind and your body is what you would have to work on for yourself by being dead to the flesh and making it conform to the will of God. And so it is able to save your soul. When your mind was not saved when you gave your life to Christ, it is constant reading of the word that saves it. Receive with meekness the engrafted word. So the Bible is very important too when it comes to transformation. But then it's not just about reading. Many of us we just read the word to save ourselves of that guilt of not reading the Bible. The Bible says, do not deceive yourselves by just listening or by just reading his word. Instead, put it into practice. That's James chapter 1 verse 22. Put it into practice. Let it be part of you. So don't just read or don't just hear God's word. As you're listening to this message, at the end, don't just listen to it and don't do. There has to be a doing part. Then you must be a person of prayer. That is also very important. Prayer and reading the word, they go together. You cannot separate them. In Acts chapter 6 verse 4, he said, But we will give ourselves continually to prayers and to the ministry of the word. Prayer is very important. Prayer is like the, is like the fire and then the word of God is like the gas or the fuel. Something that you keep, you keep adding for the fire to keep burning. So both of them go together. So when you give your life to Christ, your spirit, like Paul said in um, Romans chapter 7, he was letting out his frustration that it is those things that he doesn't want to do that he finds himself doing. And those things he doesn't want to those things he doesn't want to do, he finds himself doing. And those things he wants to do, he doesn't do them. He said in verse two, I think in verse in Romans chapter 7, verse 21 downwards. He was telling us that in his heart, he, he loves God's law in his heart, but then his mind is injuring him. So his heart wants to do the will of God. His spirit is aligned with God. But then the mind is the problem, is where there is war. He said, there is another power within me that is at war in my mind. So our mind has to be renewed if you want to be dead to the flesh. Your mind must be removed and you must be ready to, to, to do the things of the Spirit. So, in summary, it's not just about giving your life to Christ. So, obviously, the first thing is give your life to Christ if you haven't. And then the second thing is you have to present your body as a living sacrifice. When you are dead to the things of this world, and you are alive in Christ, that the only thing that matters to you is Christ. That is only a living sacrifice. That you sacrifice every other thing for Christ. And then the 
read it, you must be a doer of whatever you are reading, whatever word of God that you are hearing, you must be a doer. And then the fifth thing, always pray for strength to stand. Prayer is key. Prayer is important. Prayer is important. So we'll just pray now. Um, if there's any of us that is willing to give our life to Christ or to rededicate our life to Christ, then you are tired of living in the flesh. You are tired of doing the same thing over and over again for many years. And you just wish to really be dead to the sins. You want to be dead to the things of this world. We just pray now. I want you to close your eyes. Say, Lord Jesus, I come before you today with my broken heart and my receptive mind. I ask that you will forgive me. Help me to love you more. I am tired of going on and off. I want to experience you genuinely. Create in me an hunger, a divine passion that wants more of you, that above the things of this world, that above fleshly desires, I would long for you, a passion that is genuinely divine. Give unto me in Jesus' name. You died and you raised again from the dead, and I know you are alive in me. Thank you, Jesus. From Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. If you pray that prayer, um, congratulations to you, and I know that God will strengthen you and grant you the ability to stay consistent with this decision that you have made. But before I go, I just want to let you know that um, one lie the devil will bring to you is he will try to tell you that that sin that you've been committing that you're trying to stop that addiction that you're trying to stop he would tell you that you cannot stop at once and lie to you that okay if you've been doing it for maybe you were doing it every day before he will tell you okay you can reduce it to three times a week to make you feel better that okay I'm doing better that is a lie of the devil and you will never stop the best thing for you to do is make your decision to stop immediately and make sure that you keep renewing your mind that is very important by the word of God and you keep feeding yourself with the right things that will give you the right mindset I pray the Lord will help you as you decide to stop doing these things and to keep going in God. God bless you. Watch out for the next episode. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Have a wonderful day. I love you guys so much.